Well, Pezza, the temptation, as is the trick, is to spend the next sort of 15 to 20 minutes just talking about England. Because, you know, in many ways, they are the story. Um, but at the same time, India's just won the game by 434 runs, which is, if you were listening to the commentary or watching the last wicket being taken there by Jadeja, caught brilliantly by Jaiswell, that is, of their 577 tests they've ever played, that's the biggest win they've ever had in terms of runs. Now, that, to me, suggests that India probably played quite well. Unfortunately for them, England's in a cult. And if people have come here for real X's and O tight analysis... I think you've probably come to the wrong place, but we will get to we will get to Basball. This time it's bad. Other times it will be good. We will be twisting ourselves in knots, of course, as we all are figuring out what the fuck this is. But I just want to start by let's talk about India being good because heaps of their guys did really good stuff. So Pezza, I want to say good evening to you. And you know what? When I say good evening to you, in many ways. We have to be thanking the English for that because without the England, we wouldn't be able to communicate together. So, you know, good evening to you. I hope you've had a wonderful Sunday evening, a lovely weekend. I'm sorry I wasn't here last night. But thank you, England, and good morrow. <laughs> Mate, w- w- wonderful <laughs> to see you down the lens. Uh, I think that's an excellent summary of the state of play between uh, India, England, and England's broader influence um, over the, the globe, um, modern, ancient uh, discourse. Etc. Um, I just thought India played outstanding cricket, courageous cricket, uh, really tough cricket when the chips were down, frankly. Um, and they have England to thank for that, just in terms of the yeah. style that they approached it with, etc. Mm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm tired, he goes. <laughs> I gotta say, mm. uh, yeah. I feel like this England chat's going to get real tedious real quick. But mm-hmm. you make a very, very good point when you say India had its biggest ever test match win in its history. <laughs> mm. But the opposition's in a cult. Yeah. And, you know, uh, who, who was it? Who, you know, two roads <laughs> diverged in a wood. I took the one less traveled by and that's made all the difference. Frost, I believe that was. Indeed. Uh, fuck, mate. <laughs> Joss Wall, hell of a player, isn't he? He's a hell of a player. That is a superstar arriving. It's a superstar. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jadeja, you know, Jadeja will be remembered for what he did. And by that I mean mm. running a bloke out, not making a hundred runs, batting at five and taking five. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of diminished by that, yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah, dog. Yeah. Uh, look, um, what do you uh, look? The thing is, I mean, we're tied up in this because of colonialism. Frankly, you know, we're all tied up mm. in this because of colonialism. It, 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 colonialism. It is. It is a factor. England have made themselves the main character. In cricket, they've they've done it to mm-hmm. themselves. They've they've said, "Look at me." They've shone a light on themselves. They've somehow managed to do that against India in its own moment in India. <laughs> and so, if you're going to make yourself the main character, you have to be open to, you know, assessments of said character. That's all I want to say. 
Um, I want to thank, first of all, England uh, for introducing this next sponsor. Charlie, roll the clip. Did you think that your talent would leave you today when it was all up to you? All you need is a little spark to go like hell. Hell energy. Um, once again, of course, without drinking, you know, you, you have to sort of think about, you know, what, what England has done for drinking. And you would think, well, well would hell energy exist without England? So you'd have to think about that for a second. Um, Peza, just, just talking about the, the, the moments of the game. India um, have won the game missing Kale Rahul, Virat Kohli, Ashwin mid-test match. Um, who am I, who else am I missing here? Uh, there's, there's other guys around the Shami's obviously injured. Um, England found themselves about 200 overs ago, right in the thick of the game because of good play. No question about that. But India, um, were uh, up against it. They've got debutants. There's no KS Barat obviously as well. Um, Jarrell comes into the side who I thought there were, there were shades of Coley in his, like his shapes. And when I say that, I mean that I think he's going to have an even better career than Virat Coley. So please get that right. Um, you know, the, um, you know, Safra scores 50 in each innings. Jaiswal, I want to talk about Jaiswal in a second, but like just talking about India, generally speaking, Jadeja comes into the, into the game with an injury cloud. He couldn't dive for balls, but he obviously scored 100 and took five for in the game. Um, Rohit Sharma scores 100. Fucking hell, how did we forget about that? You Man. know, Shubman Gill scores 91. The, like, there is absolutely no question that like the opposition are pulling the attention away, but... In, and there's and there's no shame to losing to India at home, but the story is here. It felt like so close, that sorry, so recently that um that that India are on the verge of of being in a real spot of bother in the series, and then they've just somehow just calmly maneuvered themselves into position to win the game by four hundred and thirty four runs. <laughs> you know, so um, guys did some things very well, and when I say guys. I've literally mentioned half the team that have performed excellently in this test match. So that's that's how they won the game. Thoughts? It, yeah. <laughs> uh, look, there were a couple of comments on the show yesterday expressing frustration that India's performances were being glossed over. I mean, even now, mm-hmm. we're just listing the scores and the things they did. It's remarkable. Every single batter stood up. Okay. Patadar's had a good run. But um, yeah, yeah. Well uh, to, to, indeed, I hope you enjoyed your time. Um, and <laughs> IPL and all that, all good. Uh, but yep. yeah, all good, brother. <laughs> it's such a funny <laughs> sociological phenomenon, you know. This this whatever is England, whatever England's doing, and the it's it's like I, I've I'm trying to get this right. Like, the, you know, the positive cricket is good and interesting, and it can be open to critique. This, this separate it's the suck off and the full mm. the, the holistic suck off around it that breeds contempt and it's not just the players who are saying stuff like you know the latest was was Ben Duckett overnight with his suggestion that Jaiswal's style was in large part owing to the way England's playing now and their influence as though yeah they created that now I just want to raise this with you he goes Izzy Westbury, friend of the show, uh, put out mm-hmm. on Twitter that um, she she wondered if there was a sweepstake behind the scenes in, in the England team on who can say the most extraordinary thing or piss off the most people. Nothing if not entertaining, to be fair. Now, now I don't know what Izzy's doing there. Is is mm. is that another like layer of see what you've got to understand is this is this is this is the game mm-hmm. these guys are playing with you. 
you know, they're making fun of you. Uh, you the, the, jo- mm-hmm. the joke's on you if you get annoyed at this. Or it actually seems to be a pretty good explanation because a lot of the stuff they're saying is some of the worst shit you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> so... <laughs> I just trying to think, you know, like the, the, the I don't yeah. know if you want to draw any inferences with this, but like the, the most egregious stuff has been the like back in the ashes. It was, it was Harry Brooks speaking about it was a moral victory of sorts. Ollie Robinson right. the other day um, with the, with the frosted tips, saying that um, you know that, that, that the way they're playing cricket is going to help save Test cricket, and then lately it was Duckett uh, saying that Giles runs were you know owed to the influence mm-hmm. of, of the way England's playing cricket. Like, can you draw it? Uh, is there a correlation between these three? Like, are the, are the thickies kind of, uh, <laughs> you know, revealing <laughs> the attitude? Or is it all a big game? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but before we before we do a, a full-on deep dive into Baswell, should we talk about Jaiswell, yeah, who's dog. just scored his highest ever test innings, his third test 100. He scored 174 for his first one. He scored 209 two weeks ago, and now he scored 214 red, if you don't mind. Yes, please, sir, more of that. Mmm, yummy, scrummy, yummy. <laughs> um... <laughs> Mate, unbelievable innings from a guy who's obviously equaled the record for most sixes in an innings. Wasim Makram held that record. It's 12 sixes in innings. Wasim did that against Zimbabwe. Now, that is fucking remarkable if you think about it in 1996 or whenever it was when the size of the bats that they were using, I'm not sure. It might have been Harare. I think that I think it might have been there. Regardless, 12 sixes in 1996 is worth about a million in today's money. Um, that's like investing in crypto in 2001. Um, so, uh, Jai scores, tw- he hits 12 sixes on his way to a double ton. He's obviously hit 20 sixes now. I say obviously, I'm sure other people have seen these stats. He's hit 20 sixes in the series. That's the most ever by one batter in a test series. Um, he. Uh, what else has he done? It's it's all fucking good. Well, he took Anderson down for three consecutive sixes. He's the first person to ever do that in Test match cricket. He took him down over what was it long? Oh, sort of mid wicket, then extra cover, then down the ground three in a row. There was a couple of Joe Root as well, which were menacing. Um, that aside, <laughs> all of those absolutely incredible wrecking breaking numbers aside, the calmness and the composure from such a young guy who has cat- been catapulted into stardom in Perhaps even more extravagant ways than what Shubman Gill did. I mean, Shubman Gill did it, you know, firstly, I suppose, away from home um, in Australia before doing great things in the IPL. Jaiswell's series in the IPL was it last year for Rajasthan? Was it was electric, Orange Cap winner, um, and now into the Test side, three hundreds, two doubles, daddies, sixes everywhere, doing it with the big bear Rohit Sharma at the top. I mean, fucking, you know, shockingly, India have found themselves a good batter. <laughs> is that is that the headline? I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to um, you know give him flowers because it's it's extremely impressive, isn't it? Oh man, it it really is. Like, I, I think there's a dimension to the innings that he's played, particularly the the, the latest 200 red off his cock that uh, mm. it, that is probably being a, a bit overlooked. It's 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 doing it under pressure as well. You know, like it it looks beautiful. I mean. It must be such a relief to the nation of India uh, amid a lot of like, uh, I wouldn't say it's tumult, but like that, you know, that there's there's been good reason for some existential reflection in Indian cricket over the last couple of months, probably commencing with the shock loss in the final against Australia. People think I'm saying that to, to troll. I'm, I'm really not. 
and and some sadness that came through that, and then the um, the loss of a number of ex- experienced players heading into the series, um, jolted by the way England was playing its cricket. You know, I think gave mm. good reason for people to think, gee, where are, uh, are we looking at India as a nearly team again? Are they are they once again failing to fulfil the promise? But um, in Jaiswal, what he's done is exactly what the promise of Indian cricket has been. And they, they could use it right about now. You know, it is literally a couple of the older guys are starting to show their um, their age, whether, you know, through absence or whatever it is. And people are starting to think, what is the next generation of Indian cricket? Is it coming through? Have the selectors given these guys a chance to come through? And in Jaiswal, it is, that's just perfect production line stuff. That is like, yeah, you come into the side, you're 22, you've now hit three test match hundreds, two of them are doubles. I'm going to say it's off his cock for hyperbole purposes. Uh, you've saved your team in a high-profile series and and you've broken records in doing so and you give people a dream of what might be to come. You know, it looks very 10 years <laughs> to me. Uh, mm. Obviously, mm. you know, a couple of weeks ago we were talking about Tom Hartley uh, taking the world by storm. Uh, so things can change, you know, things really can change in cricket. It's true. Yeah. He'll have to go away from home. You know, can he do it against our boys? Probably. Uh, I mean, look at Shubman Gill, for example. Shubman Gill is, I think, is still the anointed guy. Uh, doesn't even mm. appear to be playing that well. Still 100 in the last game and 90 in this one uh, b- before he was run out cruelly. So, yeah. uh, you know, things things can change, but it, it, it does... It, and and there have been young guys who've burst on the scene for India and looked really good. So, yeah, it, it, nothing's a fait accompli. But, uh, gee, it looks very stable at the crease. Uh, he he looks like yeah. he belongs. A lot of the right things have been said about him. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's 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 good gear. Um, the the third stat that was that was knocking around uh, was he's the third Indian batter ever to score. Um, Back-to-back double hundreds. Um, Campbell did it in the 90s. Then Coley did it next and now Jaiswal. So pretty good company company there. Uh, Vincent Company, of course. Mm. Um, Should we we do the thing now where we talk about the England team, the losing team, which is obviously um, funnier because, as I said earlier, they're in a cult. So um, there's that. Now... um, as I said earlier, like they were, they were right in the game, you know, and it was, it was, I, mean, I know a lot of people were drawing comparisons with what happened in the Ashes in the second test match there at Lords with the prime off spinner for the opposition leaving the game. So they were playing against 10 men effectively. Now, obviously, Ashwin came back thanks to the BCCI's private chartered jet. So once again, we should be thanking England for jets, first and foremost. Mm. Um, I'm not sure the Wright brothers were involved there, but, mm. um, well, they, they, may, but they may have been. Yeah, well, of course. Um, so, uh, yeah, like, um, England um, took the week off uh, this week. They fancied going to Dubai and had a round of golf. Um, not sure if that's a correlation to the team's performance, generally speaking. I mean, they, they were close. They were in the game, as I said. That's you know, akin to what's happened uh, in, in the Ashes Test match there at Lords. But um, they ended up getting absolutely fucking humiliated. Um, I, we, we're recording this literally on the bell, on the final bell. So I'm not sure what the spin, inverted commas, is going to be from the England team. But um, that's... Um, that's a real kicking. There's questions now about Bairstow, who just hasn't been the same player since he broke his leg, obviously. Um, this is a team that... <laughs> I, I, I think if I can use some um, some commentary of my own here, Bezard, other than just talking what's happened. A, a team that loses 16 out of... Oh, sorry, has one win from 17 tests 
is probably not going to be the greatest team in the world if you just tweak some stuff or if you just score runs a bit quicker but broadly get similar scores to what you're getting anyway. But they've sort of twisted it to be become like a middling team that is capable of the remarkable on occasion. Um, but then you see this today. I mean, it's very similar players to what was what was happening under Joe Root's captaincy at the end. They are still a, a great watch. I'm really, I'm really enjoying seeing them play. Even watching Mark Wood hit 35 off 12 at the end there, like I'm still, I'm still enjoying it. But if I was an England fan, you'd be fucking tearing your hair out at times. But fundamentally, we might just be looking at just a not a very good team that is occasionally capable of doing fucking amazing things. Maybe that's harsh though, because there is literally no shame in losing to India at home, <laughs> especially by big margins. That happens and has happened for 10 years. Um, I don't know. What, what, what's, what's your assessment? Is Basball bad now? Ha! Oh, man. I, I, I sweated out 25 minutes of that last night. <laughs> um, mm. You mm. know, uh, I feel like it's, the conversation's going to get tedious for a lot of people real quick, which doesn't mean I, like, I, won't, I won't add to it, obviously. Conscious of doing it after England's been humiliated, as you say. I mean, I think if we take a step back, it's, it's pretty fair to say that what they're uh, putting forward for this India tour and the style that they're playing is a damn sight better than what they were doing beforehand. They are an improved yeah. team. I think the public is um, wrapping their heads around what it is, which is why we see a lot of uh, conversation and attempts to define what it is and what it isn't. And it's very difficult, you know, it's very difficult to know what to think when you feel like you are getting a lot of PR spin, even from commentators uh, about basketball being some kind of state of mind now or basketball, basketball just adapting to play. What does that even fucking mean? Like everyone adapts to play in cricket. Like basketball's just a, like knowing when to lay the foundations and attack. I, I, I don't know, um, but they're a, better, they're a better team and they're playing more attractive cricket, but the, the highs are high and the lows are low. And uh, mm. I, I, you know, I, and, and what we're also told is that internally they'll be thinking very differently about this. Like, you know, we're told at every stage that if we've got any critique for it, then we don't get it. So I don't even know what, the point, what the point is of us discussing it. Uh, you'd <laughs> like to think that they will refine the shit bits and it will probably get a little bit better. You know, there are times in cricket where you can grind the opposition into the dirt, leave them hapless and really, um, really sort of destroy them and take advantage from them there. But this that doesn't seem to be part of the, the MO of basketball. It, it actually seems to be the least adaptive cricket uh, possible. It's 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 completely like dogmatic, ideological, really. Uh, so hard to know what to think. I, I remember talking to, um, I was just going to you know do a clanger here, but like there, there was an Aussie player that we spoke to after the Ashes and very, very simple comment, um, just said like, you know, and you've heard this publicly anyway, but like with basketball, you're, as an opposition, you're always in the game. You know, they're, they're, two, they're two for 220, chasing 450 in the first innings, flat deck, two set guys. And uh, the, the, the dark side of basketball is that as quickly as they've built an incredible foundation, they can just let you back into the game with some, you know, overly ambitious cricket. So, yeah, it tends to arrive at the mean anyway, uh, but... They would just point to the fact that they are winning more games than they used to. The batters are all averaging higher mm. and doing better. Uh, it's just a journey probably for the public and the team to um, refine it and, and try and make it better. It's just, as I've said, the, it's, it's, it's the suck-off stuff around it. It's the Kool-Aid stuff that's just it, it just gives one extreme crow's feet. And it makes it, you know, when people are so 
arrogant as to suggest that opposition success is because of their own influence when they go on <laughs> to essentially be the opposition when when India has won its like by the biggest margin ever in its history. <laughs> I mean, how as a human yeah. are you not meant to like um, sit and like like revel in some kind of comeuppance? I mean, it's just it's a story of humility. Yeah. yeah. I, I heard all the words you said then. I want to thank England for that. You have to you have to sort of yeah, attribute true. some success of, of, of that internet connection coming through. Yeah, that's right. That's right, Pezza. Um, yeah, as as I said, that's why I sort of wonder that like you know everyone's playing better, the team has improved, but maybe it's it's just not it's just not that good a team. So maybe if I'm an England cricket fan, I'm just like. Boys, I don't really care because they give me moments, and like, and I think that's what sport fundamentally is—it's journeys and moments. And like, you know, you know, often many people watching this show, or listening to this show, would have taken a, a dodgy ecstasy tablet at some point. And you think about the highest of highs that you get on the dance for that moment, and you're thinking these good times are never ever going to stop. Play more music, get me a glass of water. I'm sweating bullets here, but I'm having a fucking euphoric, wonderful time. And then you wake up in a bathtub at someone's house that you don't recognise the next morning, and it's the darkest depths. Of of despair the next day and in many ways that's baseball think about the dancing think about the nightclub think about that woman that looked in your direction one time she was looking at someone behind you but she was still looking in your direction and you can set up a life in your head as the film plays you walking down the aisle walking off into a sunset a beautiful sunset of some Caribbean beach and you think that's happiness and then you wake up and you've actually got half a bucket of KFC on your chest there's someone next to you combing your hair you've never seen them before they've got an eye tattoo you know these things happen in life and in many ways bizarre that's what basball is there you go i've solved it no further questions at this time shall we do hashtag ask tgc yes i, I wanted to add one in that was well spoken i just want to add one like Please. thing about um india that i really liked like when jaiswal and safras really started pumping the fuck out of england there um towards the end <laughs> yeah. uh, for fun and then the 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 England PR machine went into overdrive suggesting that uh, Stokes actually like wanted things to end earlier uh, so that, you know, England could get on with the task of batting or whatever the fuck it was, you know, like, like Stokes genius. was in, so yeah, Stokes as a genius was inviting this on. Um, um, I just wanted to say that like, um, firstly, I enjoyed Sonny Gavaskar talking about Jaiswal as chicken biryani. Um <laughs> We got some in Hyderabad. Okay. I don't think we went to the best place in Hyderabad. Uh, no, but I, I want to go so. again. Uh, but anyway, I like that. Yeah. And second thing I want to say is Safraz Khan is a class act. Uh, yeah. Not only with the way he plays his cricket, uh, not only with the way he conducted himself around the uh, the, the run out with Jadeja in the first innings, uh, the even, even the way that he batted for the team in the second innings uh, and and you know, the beauty of the way he strikes the ball. But even just as he was walking off the ground, uh, Jaiswal put his arm around him and, and wanted to go off the field together with him and, and Safraz stopped him and, and pushed him ahead. I just, it was just a couple of little moments I just thought during the game just showed a little bit of class from Safraz as a as a team man uh, in a like a milestone-led, you know, organisation. <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, I just rated mm-hmm. it. I'd, the amount of time he's had to wait to play, I was very happy for him uh, and all the barbs that he takes for his rig. There was one thing about, I think I want to say about his rig is that um, if you saw his dad in that on day one, like it's a, it's a, it's a yeah. wide frame, 
You know, yeah. I just want to say like that, that that's a genetic thing. The, the guy's come out, he's been robbed of a hundred in his first game, probably a double. Uh, and then he's just come out and hit what 60 red uh, straight away. Like just, just straight back on it. He's under the lid. He's been positive. Just thought he was a class act. For, I think it's good gear. Looking forward to seeing him out here and whether he can do it against our boys. Um, I also really, really enjoyed um, seeing Rohit Sharma foe declare at the drinks break. Yeah, um, fuck And yeah. then the guys walking off the field, and then he said, get the fuck back out, back oh. out in the field and score another 17 runs Sorry, for some reason. J- just, just quickly as well, like, just, just, just to go through this, um, just, just bear, bear Stowe's review, all good, just YJB stuff. Um, thank yep. you. Uh, Joel Wilson, fantastic game uh, from Joel. Once really again. good, really good game. Uh, just, yep. How? How? How does it happen? Uh, <laughs> 30, 39th test he's done. This is his 39th test. What are we, what's, yep. what's it going? Um, Crawley, got a, Crawley got a really shit decision. Um, yeah, tough. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Yeah, I, I get the impression with the way, like, that there's a, there was a bit of petulance from England's players as they were leaving. Like, I've got no doubt, zero, um, you know, substantial evidence to back this up. But um, no doubt they believe that they're on the wrong side of a lot of umpires' calls. Uh, in this uh, yep. series, in, in this test, and it may even go as far as to suggest that uh, someone's out in the truck working on that tracer. Uh, but, you know, I suppose Spoke, uh, Stokes covered this in the last test when he just said, well, the tech, the tech can go wrong, and then no one says anything about that afterwards. So anyway. Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, they just need a bit of heels over the bin. Cheers. Ask they just say, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, we've got a couple here, Pezza. Uh, Ajinka asked... Um, hashtag ICDC Why aren't you invited To Ian's wedding Sam uh, Care to answer that one Well I wasn't aware That I wasn't invited To your wedding I, I wasn't aware that, that, that you even um, Had a wedding upcoming But I suspect yeah, That a yeah. jinky was so. uh, I, I, Even though I was At pains <laughs> yesterday On the show To say that you were At a friend's wedding In Tasmania And I actually Put that oh. um, In writing as well uh, That's not yep. enough uh, For, for um, Spin and Conspiracy <laughs> And stuff like that I'm not invited To your wedding There's um, yeah, uh, TGC in tatters, obviously, as you can tell by the dynamic, there's yeah. uh, there's issues <laughs> of, of plumb. I mean, it really, yeah. it, he goes, that really is a question for you, though. I know it's addressed to me, um, but yep. it, it's good. Why, why aren't I invited to your wedding? Um, first of all, uh, also news to me, didn't realize that I was getting married, um, but also I'd imagine that you weren't invited, invited to the wedding that I was at because you don't know anyone at the wedding except for oh, me yeah. and LJ. Yeah, but aren't so we one and the same? We're just like we're just a fucking package deal with everything in our lives, aren't we? Like there's that's no, true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, it's a real much very much a Bert and Ernie situation. Um, we're actually recording this in the same house, but we like to just split screen it um, just to try and create some separation, just something fresh for the eyes. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Utkash said, hashtag #AskTGC is Basball not plastic surgery for the augmentation of natural gifts? Oh, yeah. uh, is its failure not a glance? At the face of it, or not probably is uh, is is its failure not to glance at the face of it. So it's augmentation, um, but you're not looking at the face of it. Uh, so that's something to think about. Is um, that a suge- oh, sorry? Am I, am I perverted? Are we are we talking about fake tits? Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah, thanks. I so. Sorry, I'll, I'm glad you said that. Uh, Naaman uh, said hashtag #AskTGC. Uh, the English cricket team can't even deal with Indian kids debuting and we're getting absolutely smashed. What would they do if Kohli, KL Rahul, Rishabh and Shami were in the squad? They can't scratch our tier B team on normal flat batting tracks, not even ranked turners. 
how would they face our best team? Yeah, that's the stuff. Mm. Uh, mate, couple yeah. of uh, like, uh, the reason I like that question is it's just a return to normalcy. Like I am as an out, you know, we're, we're third wheels in this conversation between England and India. I cannot, for the yep. life of me, understand like India's bemusement at what's going on. Like, but but it seems like things are changing. Like India had a big old stick yesterday and today, just yep. a fucking stick in India, yep. and that's what I'm used to seeing, and I want to see. Then there's some turn later in the day when they're bowling, and their commenters are making it all about them. You know, why can't they do this yes. against the might of us? Glory to India, all costs and all times. We're the best. We'll run yes. the game on the field and off. You will bow down to us. It's our fucking turn. Get the fuck down, white boy. It's time yes. for India. Glory, glory, <laughs> you know, etc. Like that, but I'm saying like, I never thought I'd say this, but like there's been none of that, like that we can detect this series that the fucking, the, like mm. the, the, the entire space has been hoovered up with England suck off stuff. But now mm. here come the Indians. And I've got to say, I'm, I, it, it's, I never thought I'd say this, but it's, a, it's, a, it's trappings and a bit, um, it's a bit freshening for the eyes. Yeah, that's, that's right. Uh, well, thanks as always for supporting and joining TGC over the course of these last four days. You know what? Over the course of the 12 days of the test series so far, Two test matches to play, a test series to be won. I want to thank England for inventing the game. I want to thank England for you watching this video. I want to thank England for you listening to this show. I want to thank England for the invention of YouTube. Do they have anything to do with it? Not necessarily. That's not the point. England should be thanked at all costs and all times. And India should be thanking England for beating them by 434 runs. We'll see you guys on the internet real soon.